This is the MDRT Podcast. Awkward situations may arise for advisors when trying to gauge different people's perceptions of safety in 2020. During a Zoom call on June 16th, Catherine from Singapore, Sarah Hogan from Manchester, UK, John Enright from Syracuse, New York, discussed how they are communicating with their teams and their clients to best handle these challenging emotional perspectives. I think one of the biggest challenges is going to be to how we quickly identify where the other person is on the spectrum of concern with regards to the virus and how much effort they want to put forth in protecting themselves from the virus. Are they the individual who wishes to wear a mask and continue to distance as things start to let up? Or are they the person who will be less likely to do that? And then how do we as a team recognize that from a client? without offending them and and at the same time providing them with the level of comfort that they desire. Now, I think I agree with John that some of this is, it's an individual's choice, but then, you know, you've got to protect yourself. You've got to protect your families. You, you know, you've got to protect the staff and the clients. And I think you can't force them. It's got to be their choice if they want to come in and see you and they're happy to do that. And you've put all the necessary safety measures in place. We've already done a health and safety check, a risk assessment at both of the the main premises. And for the Cheshire office, which has been open throughout, that has been ongoing with tape on the floor and all this type of things. And we've got all the staff members to sign to say that they're happy with what we're doing so that there's no comeback later on. The same will go for the, the main office that is gradually reopening, that we will get this, the employees to sign to say that they're happy, that we've took the necessary measures for them to come back to work in, in a safe way. And like I say, the same with clients that we're producing producing these infographics that have got on everything that we're doing to keep them safe and again getting them to sign to say that they're comfortable with what we're doing and that and that they um, agree with it and whether they want us to wear a mask or wear gloves or um, vice versa whether we want them to none of our staff certainly none of our client facing staff particularly have are in the high risk or the vulnerable category. So on the face of it, that's fine, but nobody really knows whether you can pass this virus on asymptomatically to somebody who might be higher risk. I've got family members with asthma and things like that. So you are trying to keep everybody safe and just do the best that you can do. Hopefully there won't be any of those difficult conversations. I think as a a manager, managing a, a team and as well as being an advisor and because the team is relatively young in terms of experience that has had its challenges as well being out of the office that then you're not just there for them to just pop their head in and say what do I do about that I have found that there's been a lot of emails a lot of teams messages and things with people asking things because we're not in that open plan office environment anymore so I think that's been quite a challenge trying to keep things moving and, and keeping people going at the pace that they want to go to and again you know there was something that came up in an MDRT court the round table event in one of my first years I think it was John Benton that says put in time blocks if you've got a situation where staff members and this I have found this is more since they've worked remotely are constantly asking questions 
and that interrupts your day and you obviously you want to help them you want them to be the best that they can be but you've also got your own stuff to do put a time block in and say okay unless it's a life or death situation to do with a client if it's just a how do I do kind of question then you can ask me between 11 and 1 or you can ask me between 10 and 11 in the morning and 3 and 4 in the afternoon if it's outside of that you've got to go and find the answer yourself and if you haven't found the answer you can come back to me in the next time block and that kind of helps people to be a little bit more self-sufficient where they've been used to taking the easy option of being in an open plan office and just asking the most experienced person in the room so I think Remote working has its challenges. Going back to the office environment has its challenges. And, and no doubt the combination of the two will have challenges. But coming back to what you said before about being adaptable, we're all going to find out over the next few months how adaptable we actually are, I would imagine. For me, I, I don't see a lot of challenges in front of me. And my agent has given me the feedback See if we could continue to do Zoom meeting even though our office open. Yeah, they say it's very, very efficient and they enjoy so much on the virtual meeting. They requested me to do it every week on virtual meeting rather than in the office. But I told them, no, every month we have to meet at least once together and maybe go out for lunch together. Yeah, so they are, they are very happy because I found that this way to connect with the clients is very efficient. Uh, they actually save a lot of time, can also go to the web base, to web base to do the training, e-learning, everything. So they, they like it. They, they are quite comfortable with the eight weeks uh, experiences. Yeah. So, but we still got to strike a balance. Still got to come back to office physically to discuss the problem and the challenges that we meet every day. So how do you navigate difficult social experiences pertaining to safety? From a team standpoint, I think that no question that we all have to recognize that we're here to serve the best interest of our clients and the best interest of our clients will change from time to time, depending on which client that is. And serving that best interest means also accommodating how they feel and how they wish to handle coronavirus. And being in the United States, this may or may not be known internationally, but it is quite a divided place right now. And that comes all the way down to the clients. They're very divided as well in terms of how they feel about not only the politics that are going on, but the virus, which interesting enough has become part of the politics. So you have one camp that is against anything to prevent the virus, including they don't want to wear face masks or do social distancing. And then you have one portion who won't even leave their homes. And it's very difficult to know which clients fit into which camp or if they're somewhere in between. And as a result, what we've done is catered our meeting invitations to reflect how um, we can accommodate that by asking them what their preference is. Do they wish to meet by Zoom? Do they wish to come in in person? If they'd come in in person, would they like us to meet them in the garage with a mask? And would they like myself to wear a mask, team members to wear a mask, et cetera? Following on from what John said there, I think that's absolutely spot on. And, and it's certainly the same situation in the UK. You've got people that are just not really that bothered about it, that are just kind of doing the minimum that they can do. And then you, you have got people, you know, afraid to send the kids back to school, afraid to go back to work. And it, it, everybody's experiences and risks 
uh, for them and their family are, are different with this. And I don't think you can do any more than that. I think you've got to be firm with the employees about what's expected and that not everybody will have the same opinion as you. Like you might be quite blasé about it, but actually somebody might be really worried about it and just because their concerns and your concerns are not the same. That doesn't mean that they're less warranted. So I think you've just got to keep reminding people. It's definitely different where John's been in New York, where it's it's been hit severely. Because unless you've been touched personally by this, and we've had clients that have had it, and I know people that are friends and families of people that I know that have died from COVID or with COVID. But, um, you know, unless you've actually had a personal experience of this, and it's all a bit surreal. It's like something's happening, but something's not quite happening. And certainly with the two offices, we see that because with the office that's had to remain open with the building society that's a key service, it's been a little bit like, "Mm, okay, it's quieter, but actually everything is just carrying on pretty much as normal. Um, Whereas in the other office, they're a little bit more reluctant to come back. They're a little bit scared of what that looks like because they've been off. They've been in their safe environment for 12, 13 weeks. So there is a different attitude even between different team members within the two offices. So I think you've got to have empathy for people and talk about what their concerns are and just implement whatever it is that helps them to feel safe. Who knows, you know, hopefully a vaccine will come out and that will solve the problem. But if it doesn't, this could be something we've got to live with for a very long time yet. So we've just got to adapt and do the best that we can all do. I feel that connecting with clients is very important because we do not know this pandemic will last for how long. So we really have to be very humble and really got to serve them differently, different kinds differently, according to their age, educational level, their background, all have to serve them with care and concern and also tactfully. Yeah, in order to, to be able to sustain the business in this industry. This episode is part of MDRT's podcast series about advisors adapting to the global health crisis and down market. If you'd like to subscribe, find us on Spotify and SoundCloud, and we'll see you next time.